All right. Well, thank you all for joining us. Uh, we're going into the fats and fuels forecast for the week of November 9th. I have Brian Standard with us. Uh, he's our senior analyst for fats and oils. He's going to go through and talk about the changes we made to the low CI slash fats and oils forecast. And at the end of this, uh, we can go ahead and field any questions that you have. If you have them, go ahead and drop them in the Q&A section and we'll get to them at the end of Ryan's presentation. With that, Ryan, over to you. Uh, thanks, George. So this week we uh, focused in on the choice white grease market. Um, we're forecasting these prices. And I'll go ahead and, and bring up that uh, forecast here. We're forecasting these prices to be relatively steady to close out the year. Uh, typically, we see some downward pressure this time of year from an uh, increase in, in hog slaughter uh, October into November. That has kicked in there in, in October and, and put some pressure on the market but uh, we haven't really seen that uh, have a big impact as of late. Um, here you can see the market's trending just a little bit lower into uh, the beginning of 2021. Um, and again, that, that comes from some of the, 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 the pressure on the market from the hog slaughter. Uh, with that said, Typically, we see a big drop during this time of year. Uh, we're not anticipating that. Um, in fact, there's plenty of support out there from demand from the fuel industry as well as from uh, the livestock sector. So a lot of that's going into feed. Additionally, there's a big differential between the Midwest price and the East Coast price. And we're starting to see material from the Midwest ship out east to fill the void of fat that has been uh, uh, popping up in that market over the last couple of weeks. So poultry fat and yellow grease prices have increased substantially into uh, the, the Carolinas and Delmarva region and uh, buyers there are shipping fat in from the Midwest to cover that, uh, again, that shortage. Um, I think there's a bit of a risk premium put on in the market as well. And that's why we haven't seen a, a sharp drop off. Uh, people are concerned about COVID interruptions. So instead of, you know, running their inventories a little bit lower and being more aggressive to try to push prices to the downside, uh, they're putting on inventory at steady to, uh, in some cases, higher prices. In fact, we've seen a, a risk premium put on through November into December for uh, material as high as, you know, 28, 28 and a half delivered, which is well above the uh, current spot market. And if you're going into the market looking to move a couple of trucks, you're going to be there at that 25, 26 uh, uh, price range. Maybe you can buy some stuff as low as uh, 23, 24, but uh, it, it's been a little bit higher than that. Um, longer term, we expect to see the market increase steadily through 2021, and all of that's tied to the um, growth in the renewable diesel sector. Uh, you know, we're anticipating, and, and there's announcements on, on plenty of uh, capacity coming online. Uh, these plants might not necessarily use choice white grease um, directly, but it's gonna have an impact on the overall market. With uh, increased demand for soybean oil, for premium tallows, you're gonna see less of that material around. And so buyers, again, are gonna have to fill the, the gap left with, with choice white and other uh, fats. As I say, I think on a, Weekly basis, a rising tide lifts all boats, and we expect that uh, to hold true through um, 2021. Uh, I did want to touch on the BFT market a little bit too, um, because we, we focused on that last week. Uh, that's been unseasonably or unusually strong through this season. Um, typically, you see that market drop off pretty sharply 
in uh, the third quarter or the fourth quarter. We haven't seen that this year, and I don't think that we are going to see that. Um, it seems like there's very good demand from the chemical industry. There's been um, additional demand coming from Brazil. Uh, there's some tight soybean oil supplies there, and so buyers are using bleachable fancy tallow to fill in that void uh, in their biofuel sector. And so, um, you know, five, 10, 15,000 metric ton shipments help to tighten up that interior and buyers are willing to pay steady to slightly higher prices to ensure they have uh, uh, their in the inventories they need to, to run their plants. Um, you know, the relative price to corn, the relative price to soybean oil is uh, higher than, than has been in the last uh, three to five years, but you can't run out oil or I shouldn't say you can't, but uh, oleochemical plants aren't going to short-term run on soybean oil alone. Additionally, palm prices are supportive of higher BFT prices, and so that's why prices have seen good support. Uh, one potential downside, however, has been the lack of demand for nearby technical tallow. So, you know, that's a, a premium a product. Uh, it traded in light volume yesterday at 35 cents Chicago. Um, there's offers out today at 33 cents Chicago unsold. Buyers um, had been um, kicking around numbers lower than that, but uh, you know, again, we don't know if that will will trade. I think uh, demand seems to be pretty sewn up through November and December, and so nobody is uh, wanting to stick their necks out in the 30-day window. Um, a 33 cent technical tallow market should pressure that BFT market lower, but again, the demand seems to be enough where sellers don't necessarily have to move stuff through Chicago, and that's gonna be supportive of that market in, in the short term. Uh, and again, long-term renewable fuel demand uh, is supportive of higher prices through uh, 2021. Uh, yeah, I'm happy to take any, any questions that uh, pop up, George. All right, sounds good. If you have questions, go ahead and drop them in the Q&A section in the bottom of Zoom. Um, the first question I have for you, Ryan, is uh, we've seen the news from Pfizer about a vaccine that's out there right now. What do you think uh, a vaccine will do to the markets if that really comes true? Yeah, I think if you see that uh, get widely distributed and uh, you know start to kick in, that eliminates that risk premium that's in the market. I think buyers will have more uh, confidence in the supply chain. They're not going to worry about you know plants shutting down like they did earlier in the year and not being able to get material. So they might run those inventories a little bit lower and be a little bit more aggressive in their um, uh, what they do with their pricing. Okay. Unless I have other questions, I only have this one other question, unless more come in. Um, where do you see UCO prices going? Uh, those are very strong. Um, I think there's some concern over some potential tariffs or some trade disruptions into the EU. Um, so we're seeing prices around 35 cents delivered. We have new uh, geographies in the UCO bulletin or the animal fats bulletin. So it's uh, apropos to that. Um, uh, we're, we're quoting prices into the northeast, into the south, southeast, and into the uh, Atlantic seaboard. Uh, we saw trading yesterday Atlantic seaboard at 35 um, cents delivered. That's very firm. Uh, 32 cents into the interior for the, the southeast and some plants in the south. Um, I think the ask is going to be higher basis tight supplies through the fourth quarter into the first quarter. So we might see prices at, um, you know, 35, 36, maybe higher than that for material into the Gulf. And I think sellers are asking 34 cents delivered for uh, interior material. So again, there's some risk from the uh, the tariff situation with the EU, but I think the demand is there. It's the you know best bang for your buck in terms of the low carbon fuel standard. So uh, we, we expect to see prices continue to uh, increase so long as uh, soybean oil and the other um, 
animal fat prices uh, trade relatively steady. Okay. Well, Ryan, that's all the questions I have from the crew today. Uh, if, if there's anything else, please go ahead and submit them over. Um, otherwise, Ryan, thank you for taking your time. Attendees, thank you for being on, and we'll talk to you next week. Yeah, thanks, everybody. Thank you.